0: Welcome to Cast 9. I'm fooling, my plans, and the my name. On May 25th, 1812, at about 1130, an explosion rang out in County Durham in northeast England. The first explosion at Felling Colliery discharged from a mining shaft they called John Pitt and was followed almost immediately by a discharge from William Pitt, 550 yards southwest of John Pitt. The accident claimed the lives of 130 workers between the ages of 8 and 64. Most of the bodies were mangled and scorched by the explosion and had to be identified by clothing, shoes, and tobacco boxes. This accident, and another accident at Millpit later that year, prompted inventors, tinkerers, doctors, and engineers to start work on a lamp that could safely be burned in the presence of fire damp, or mine damp, a mixture of methane and other gases that collect in mine shafts. The lamps ultimately had to accomplish three objectives. One, provide adequate light for workers, 2. Not trigger explosions, and 3. Warn of dangerous atmospheres. An Irish physician named William Reed Clanny produced his safety lamp later that year. It worked, although the design was ultimately too cumbersome. The Clanny lamp consisted of a flame in glass with a chamber of water above and below through which air was pumped by bellows. Still, the need for a better safety lamp was pretty clear. By 1815, an English engineer named George Stevenson and a chemist and scientist named Humphrey Davy were both at work with designs for a new, more practical lamp. In November of 1815, Davy made his design public and presented a paper to the Royal Society entitled, On the Fire Damp of Cold Mines and On Methods of Lighting the Mine so as to Prevent Its Explosion. That title's kind of a mouthful. Davy's design was pretty simple. It consisted of an oil lamp surrounded by a wire mesh. The mesh acted as a flame arrester. It allowed air in and fire damp in, but prevented the flame from propagating and igniting gases outside the wire mesh. Additionally, in the presence of flammable gases, the oil burned brighter and higher and with a slightly blue tinge that warned the user of a combustible atmosphere. A metal gauge was fixed to the side of the lamp to measure the height of the flame. The design was pretty genius. For his lamp, Davy was awarded 2,000 pounds and the Royal Society's Mumford Medal. George Stevenson's design, later dubbed the Geordie lamp, however, was met with a more tepid reception. This lamp, similar to Clanny's, had a flame encased in glass. Airflow was restricted via capillary tubes at the top and bottom. Despite having demonstrated his lamp two years prior to Davy's, and the fact that both lamps worked using different principles, Stevenson was accused of stealing Davy's idea. Speculation holds that perhaps it was because Stevenson was not considered to have been capable enough to produce his design. Davy, after all, was a scientist, and Stevenson was not. In 1833, a house of commons, though, ruled that both Davy and Stevenson had equal claim to the invention of the safety lamp. Davy, though, went to his grave with the belief that Stevenson had stolen his idea. Dr. Clanny, for his work and previous lamp design, was awarded a medal by the Royal Society of the Arts in 1816. The lamps work and their designs were much safer for use in mines than a naked flame. Paradoxically, though, they ended up causing more mine explosions. Mines previously considered too dangerous to work in were now opened upon the assumption that the lamps were completely safe. The lamps, however, still had their flaws. The Geordie lamp's glass could crack and break, exposing the flame, and the top of the Davy lamp could overheat and cause fire damp to ignite. These lamps and numerous other oil lamp designs to follow were hampered by the need to be relit when the flame died. Further design innovations and refinements provided both more illumination and safety. However, illumination by flame was still plagued by safety concerns, and lamps of this sort still caused fires and explosions until the invention and adoption of the electric lamp. In 1911, the British government and an anonymous colliery offered a prize of a £1,000 for a new electric lamp design. A German engineer won the prize with the Sieg lamp. In 1913, Thomas Edison was awarded the Rathman Medal for a battery that could power a lamp mounted to a miner's helmet which is the stereotypical miner's helmet that we think of today. An interesting side note on Humphrey Davy. Having been the first to isolate potassium, sodium, magnesium, and calcium, boron, and discovering the elemental nature of chlorine, when asked what his greatest discovery was, he answered Michael Faraday. Yeah, the Michael Faraday. Interesting note also, Michael Faraday was his lab assistant at the time that he invented the Davy lamp. I kind of want to believe that Michael Faraday was there tugging on his sleeve saying, hey, I've got this uh, Faraday cage, Uh, maybe you should try it out on this lamp. I'm pretty sure that's not what happened, but it's interesting that that wire mesh idea is both the Faraday cage and also what made this flame arrestor work. I just had to point that out. Sir Humphrey Davy made quite a few discoveries in his field of chemistry, although that's for another episode of Cast Nine. Thanks to the band Night Moves for allowing us to use their song Carl Sagan as our intro and outro music. Their new EP, Carl Sagan, is available on iTunes, and I recommend that you go and pick it up, like, right now, and maybe buy it a couple times. Thanks for listening.